0: She said the opposite of the thing that I thought she should have said, which what she meant to said was not the thing that was the opposite of the other thing.
1: Dear Shandy. Welcome back to another Dear Shandy Bachelorette's Recap listeners. Hello, Andy. Hello. How are you today? I'm
0: doing great.
1: Great. Yeah. Wow, you're excited to recap last night's finale. So pumped. Finale part one, pardon me. Mm-hmm. There's still more yeah. to go, believe it's it or not. It's fin- Sorry? It's
0: Finn without the alley.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we anxiously await next week's alley. Yeah. I think mainly because we want this season to be over.
0: Sometimes when you have such a monumental event in history, you can't just do it in one
1: episode. <laughs> so, it's Yeah, reasonable. as they keep reminding us. Do we have any housekeeping other than the fact that I'm swollen?
0: <laughs> yeah, you got some swole on.
1: I have some swole on. I had some dental work done. And I look like a chipmunk. And so, in case you were wondering why more podcasts don't do video, this might be one of the many reasons.
0: I don't really notice.
1: Oh, that's good. Then again,
0: like if you wore the same exact outfit yesterday, I wouldn't notice that either. Yeah, you're not not great. I don't really
1: trust you anymore. Yeah, I don't see things. Well, you, it's you. Oh, it's just me. (laughs) I'll have raccoon eyes down to my cheeks. (laughs) I'll have raccoon eyes down to my cheeks, and you'll be like, you look great. It's, it's terrible. I mean, I happen to like
0: Raccoon Eyes. I,
1: you do? You're like, it's smoky. Yeah.
0: It looks, it looks sultry.
1: So, okay. Housekeeping aside, is there anything else?
0: No, can't think of anything. Okay. Let's get right to it. So overall... Business.
1: Th- overall thoughts on finale part one, aka episode 11.
0: I think overall... I was mildly entertained, but in a in an extremely guilty fashion. There was no legitimate entertainment; it was pure guilty.
1: Okay, and guilty because you sort of enjoyed it in a. Well, it's sick... just a
0: complete shit show. Okay. Yeah, I mean, any shit show you enjoy, like it's like it's no different to rubbernecking when you see a car accident. I mean, it's just this is a car accident.
1: What's rubbernecking?
0: Rubbernecking, yeah, oh, that's a good one. Is that the phrase that people don't use anymore? That might be an old timey phrase. Or I just,
1: I mean, I, I just don't know some. Phrases. You know what I
0: feel? I feel actually proud when I say something that I realize that people don't say anymore. Yeah. I've been around long enough to know. You're carrying things. the
1: torch on into this yeah. next generation of Bachelor Bachelorette viewers who may I not I really know. am
0: the torchbearer. Yes, rubbernecking is when you are driving down the highway and your neck turns to look at some accident on the side of the road, and you slow down. And you cause a traffic jam because everyone's turning oh. their neck to look at a thing. And I mean, it's not the greatest phrase, <laughs> but that's what the word was for many years. And, and if you listen to a traffic report on the radio or the news, they would say, you know, there's rubbernecking on I-95. Wow. They don't say that anymore. I just realized that. That's oh. not said anymore. <laughs>
1: I feel like I should have put that together just from the name. No, no, no. So for my overall thoughts on this episode, I found it a little tedious. It felt like they were trying to. It's like they, you know, it's like they had three hours worth of finale footage and they're like, let's fill out. Like we'll puff out that other hour so yeah. we can get two weeks out of it right. and get two lives and all this stuff. There just came a few points where I was like, oh, like I didn't really fully understand other than bringing Avon and Zach out to talk to Rachel or whatever. And that sort of after the final rose way, I didn't understand the point of having this be live because we didn't learn anything new. Like there was no insights given to us in the now you know, all all Rachel or Gabby did was sort of repeat what we just watched. And we
0: also, like anyone with a brain, could have predicted that this was going to happen. This was teased to the point where we're like, "Yeah, so clearly nothing's there's nothing is going to go right." <laughs> and then yeah. and then nothing went right in a way that wasn't that interesting. Yes, and we're supposed to be like, "Oh wow, that was it was necessary to make that a live show. Like it had to be live to show us this incredible turn of events." Yeah, I don't. understand. I
1: sometimes that. feel this show teases itself out of a good result, if that makes sense. Yeah, like they over-tease. They over-tease. And it's always disappointing. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get going off to a, a positive start here. So episode 11 kicks off with many, many signs in the studio audience.
0: I, I could see. I think they listened to Shandy. The signs were a little more bespoke.
1: <laughs> they were a little more varied. Yeah, like, <laughs> we we
0: got to step up our sign game. They can't it look like the they were all done by, by one person. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so the ladies arrive and they both look fabulous, but I was particularly enamored with Gabby's luscious curls.
0: Every choice she makes is on the mark.
1: Jesse speaks to them, but we learn pretty much nothing new I wrote, just that they're nervous to watch and that the whole experience has been life-changing. Like, kind of stuff that we probably could have guessed. And now we pick up in Mexico with Zach speaking with Rachel. Zach tells her that he's sure that she also felt something was off in the fantasy suite. He feels like he was seeing the Bachelorette Rachel, not the real Rachel he's come to know and love. Rachel says she understands. He was maybe picking up on a different vibe. Mm. (laughs) And she She says she was looking for clarity and she felt that she found it. She says she'd been looking for a missing piece and she thought if they spent the night talking, she'd find it. I mean.
0: (laughs) I think she found that missing piece with (laughs) Avon. Such a piece.
1: That'll be a theme in this recap. (laughs) Zach says he truly loved her and he needs to leave. And I mean, she does not shut this down. She's just like, okay, see ya. Yeah, she says she wished she'd gotten there, and then that's that. I wrote, we are confused. She doesn't even look upset.
0: For someone who seems to be able to manufacture some disappointment here Mm -hmm. and there, she didn't seem upset at all.
1: Well, what's interesting about Rachel is that she—I appreciate that she can't seem to fake it. With you know, as we saw with Jordan V, and we saw it with Tyler, but then in this moment with Zach, I was like, wait a minute, something doesn't add up here. If you have not faked it at all with Zach then it just doesn't make sense that you're this not upset about him I
0: feel that in that moment she was pissed off at him for blowing her faking it cover
1: (laughs) Hmm? actually that's a good point it's amazing how anger can override sadness yeah in moments like this. Yeah,
0: she was like, "We, I thought we were playing parts. Like, what are you doing? Mm. You're making me look bad.
1: Mm. While she walks through the trees, we get a whispered voiceover of hers saying, this is really sad. But we couldn't even see it coming <laughs> out of her mouth. They,
0: had a, they, they brought it from like the first episode. <laughs> she was watching Bambi or something.
1: <laughs> and Zach, meanwhile, looks super distraught in the car and we get multiple shots of Rachel just not looking all that upset. I wasn't sure what to make of this I'll put a pin in that. I'm torn between being like, why isn't Rachel more upset? Was she lying to us all versus thinking, why is the show making a point of showing her not looking that upset? Like surely there was a more upset looking shot to be shown.
0: Well, maybe they couldn't find one. There was nothing to be had.
1: There's an argument to be made for either case, honestly, because mm-hmm. I don't think the show's doing Rachel any favors in no, general. But no. that's not to say that I don't plan on holding her accountable for her actions and decisions. But right. it is worth considering that we were shown shots of her being kind of like
0: What happened Shrug? in the fantasy suite?
1: Well, okay, well, so... Okay. Rachel returns to the guys and says that she doesn't wish to speak ill, Mm -hmm. but for someone to say they care about her only to, quote, take things into their own hands and question her character is really disappointing. And she doesn't have other words for this. Okay. So we got no new information here. Mm -hmm. And it was actually really frustrating to watch, including when Zach came in the now at the live show. They were all dancing around what happened. What happened? Tell me, Andy. Either, <laughs> I want to know. <laughs>
0: I mean, either something or nothing.
1: You actually said this last week, and a lot of people said it in the comments as well. And I think this could also be a little applied to Ava later on. It's like Rachel has officially chosen her path, her fork in the road, or the the what's one of the things on a fork?
0: Uh, uh, oh, a um um a spear, a prong,
1: a prong. Yes. <laughs>
0: oh i dug that, that out that was like deep i was like i'm in a coal mine to get that i don't know where that i came could from.
1: tell that felt really good
0: Oof, i'm done you can just carry <laughs> on I'm, I'm finished with this weekend.
1: so it's like she chose the prong from the fork in the road yes and it's like she found a way to sabotage these relationships in a way that i don't know i can't tell whether she's trying to salvage their feelings. Do you know what I mean? Like by, well, by making it end in a more contentious way where they're like agreeing to something versus just breaking their hearts. I can't tell. I,
0: I, I'm torn between two sides and I'm leaning now. I've moved. I've shifted <laughs> from the idea that something came up in that fantasy to be like political or religious or something weird or physical. Maybe there was a bad, terrible chemistry i'm I'm shifting away from that theory, okay, and moving and I'm actually to some degree, this is kind of giving Rachel credit, but also discrediting her <laughs> at the same time. I think that she was one hundred percent sure that Zach was not the one, yes. going into the fantasy suite, and she like many people do in a relationship that's gone bad, they mm-hmm. start to withdraw all emotions and all love they they basically are like. I'm not going to break up with you right but now. But I want you
1: to break up with me. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I know exactly. you've done that in past oh, relationships. I have.
0: And it's a, it's a chicken move. But yeah. a lot of people do it because it's the path of least resistance. And it's just like you withdraw all the love. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, what are you going to do now? I mean, I'm not giving you anything. Come, yeah, on. come do, on. Do the thing I End don't want to do. Totally. And I think that's what happened. I'm, I'm 60-40 that theory to the something happened. I think there was no it. That's mm. why the it seems so mysterious is because I don't think there wasn't it. I think to Zach, there should have been an it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but she was duped. Yeah. But to Rachel, there was no it. It was just like, this is the plan all along. But I... Why didn't she stop him from going to this fantasy suite? Why didn't she say earlier, like, you know what? I'm not ready for the fantasy suite. Let's just call this a day. But it would have looked bad because she was too giving to Zach up until up that until point. Then.
1: Well, that's the thing. I think they got along perfectly fine on camera. And so then... Behind closed doors, that was her chance to to give yeah. him, or rather, to, to not, not give yeah, him, to take away <laughs> yeah, everything. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. I mean, I agree with that mainly because I feel like their differences, like just even the t- something sort of vague, yeah. like you know, religious differences, political differences, whatever it might be. The word differences didn't really come up in the way that I, I had hoped or expected for it to really support.
0: I, I think we would have seen a glimmer of evidence. Yeah. Uh, and, and and I will say here, I want to make it very clear. I am hating the game, not the player here. Mm. I think Rachel didn't do anything necessarily wrong here. Mm, here. I think <laughs> it was the game here. <laughs> I mean, very specifically here
1: okay so it is the rose ceremony tino and avon both get roses unsurprisingly while zach is fully breaking down crying in the car about how cold she was i mean we're not going to disagree with him here he said quote i thought i meant more
0: yeah it sucks
1: yeah it was a little rough to watch like he he really seemed all in on her he gave a lot and it felt like she felt i'll put it this way it felt all season long like he was going to be her runner-up which yeah. is pretty far to make it. Yeah. So I agree. She did seem cold. And I didn't really love her, honestly, going up to the rose ceremony and being like, I don't want, wish to speak ill, but. Yeah, it's like, you ever of like, say but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Sort of that like,
0: being said. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's sort of like when people are like, oh, no offense, but. Yeah. It's like, don't. Don't just don't even say no offense. Don't say it. Yeah. Just say the
0: offense. Yeah. In this case. Say the offense or don't say the offense.
1: Yeah. And for her to be like, for him to say he cared about me so much only to, you know, then question my character, he could say the same thing to her, which is for her to say she cared about me so much only to be so cold. When I had an issue with her acting differently. It's, you know what it is? It's a slight lack of taking responsibility for how it really took two to tango here and how she was sort of doing the same thing she was accusing him of doing. Yeah. But we have a long way to go, so we'll just keep moving. (laughs) Okay, so now we're in the now, live, and they bring out Zach. And he starts off by saying it was great seeing her, he's nervous, but he straight up first apologizes for ever making her feel like he called her out for her character. He was just shocked and in disbelief about what was happening between them. And Rachel apologizes as well. And the feelings she had for him were real. And she wasn't putting on any sort of act, blah, blah, blah. Jesse asks what happened. And Zach says it was a difficult situation. But what? what's no. the point of this? If they're going to bring these people out to talk about what happened and they just say it was a nothing. difficult situation, what's the point of this? There
0: was no point. There was no There was no reason to have a live show. There was no cliffhanger. There was yeah. nothing.
1: Yeah. They made it sound like, we'll we'll bring them out to shed some light. So we can get clarity on what happened in the fantasy suite. And then it was like they continued to speak in tongues.
0: Credit to Jesse for at least point blank asking, what was it?
1: Okay. I mean, that's giving Jesse a good amount of credit because let's, okay, let's just say they did have a political difference. Mm. Let's just, you know, let's say it's the 40% chance, 30% chance, whatever, whatever we think it isn't. Let's say it was that. I think based on the fact that it was edited out of the episode means that, they probably also would have been encouraged to just sort of allude to it and not just expressly say it. Do you know what I mean? It's Hmm. it needs to track throughout the season. Oh, I get that. And it's not like the people going into the hot seat don't know what they will be asked and you know, and that it will be discussed what they will say. Hmm. Does that make sense?
0: I defer to you. You have more knowledge. All, I, all on this I'm saying thingy. is that
1: the powers that be would want consistency above all that else. That makes sense. And, and I do think that you see that throughout all of these lives. Like people don't say anything that they don't say in the actual you're, episode. You're absolutely right. It's like, oh, yeah. I, yeah, I felt blindsided. Yeah, it was a difficult situation. It's like, okay, yeah. why are we tuning in right now?
0: Exactly. Especially live.
1: <laughs> Jesse asks Rachel if there's anything more she wants to say to Zach. Rachel says that Zach meant a lot to her. She truly just wanted clarity He says it was a tough pill to swallow because he saw a future with her. Literally nothing new. They just repeat, rehash everything we just watched. Mm -hmm. And Jesse finally asks, what happened that night? Once again, there's someone in his ear being like, we got to make this last longer. Yeah. Yeah, milk it. Zach says when they started talking, it immediately felt off. He realized he wasn't going to be her future person.
0: Let me just say this. That might be the it what he just said it's not exciting Mm -hmm. it's not interesting yeah it's kind of vague but that might be it is that he got in that room he was like this is weird she doesn't seem into me and that was the it
1: but it still doesn't like, like I agree with you but it still doesn't line up with you handled it well oh yeah it's it's a lot to process like what what is it yeah, but Rachel like talks shit mutual- a lot.
0: Like, maybe maybe it was she was just saying it. Like, she doesn't choose her words that carefully. <laughs> it just got a lot of spotlight in her sentences.
1: <laughs> it certainly got yeah. a lot of spotlight on this recap. Yeah, that's for sure. Okay, so Rachel confirms that what Zach says, which is that it was a tough and off conversation between two very different people and she was never accusing him of not being ready blah 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 it just goes on and on Zach
0: I I will say this there could have been an it and the general Rachel not being into him before the fantasy suite. They mm. could have both happened. Yeah. And that that's common. It's like, for instance, when I was giving the example of pulling away emotionally when you want someone to break up with you. Yeah. You also start fights. So, for example, mm. like Rachel could have purposely brought up some political thing that she knew would cause a problem. Mm. And she just wanted to, like, put the nail on the coffin. Yeah. So that was the difficult thing. But the it really ended up being just the fact that she knew that she was going to kibosh, kibosh, sorry, kibosh. (laughs) Kibosh sounds better, but it's kibosh.
1: Yeah, I always have a second right before I say kibosh. I I, I pause and I'm like, it's that one.
0: Yep. There's a lot of words like that. I do the same thing
1: with banal.
0: Oh my God! Yeah, I'm
1: like banal. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah.
1: It's, it's not banal. It's <laughs>
0: so true.
1: There's a few words like that. There's a
0: there's a few words. I think everyone has those. Even the most <laughs> articulate. i like literally like Obama probably had those where he's like, uh, I. Um,
1: well, that's uh, what those pauses are for. <laughs> yeah,
0: I. Um, yeah, every time he pauses, it's like he's like, oh, does that word sound like that or this? But my point is, is that she probably tried to sabotage above and beyond just being cold. Mm. So she brought up something that then became the it mm. that Zach is referencing. But the it was before that it. And the <laughs> it was not something Zach expected, which was that Rachel never was going to pick him.
1: The it really has got a lot of airtime over here. Yeah. You know what? I stand by that. Yeah. Because that is what Dear Shandy is about. Choose, is it.
0: Yes. <laughs> Choose your words
1: carefully yes. or Dear
0: Shandy will pick them apart for hours.
1: Okay. Zach says there's no way to navigate it the right way. Rachel did an admirable job and he did the best to navigate it the best that he could. Blah, blah, blah. She says, it's okay. And Andy, you said, wow, I want to be friends with him.
0: Yeah, seriously. Like, oh, you had sex with my wife. Oh, that's okay. You know, it's probably her more than you. Can I buy you dinner? <laughs> Unbelievable, this guy.
1: He definitely came out wanting to be friends. And Rachel's very and respond- What we do learn about Rachel throughout this episode, and I think we've learned all season long, is that when someone holds out an olive branch to her, she's totally fine with that.
0: Oh yeah, she loves a good She good loves a good branch. olive branch. She loves a branch.
1: <laughs> Rachel says he's an incredible guy. She appreciates him in this conversation. He says he hopes she's happy and wants the best for her always and the audience cheers and Andy, you likened trying to solve this to trying to convict a guy of murder based only on hearsay.
0: Yep. We have no evidence. It's all just maybe, maybe this, maybe that. And it. And it.
1: Yes. Jesse now says things are going to get even more emotional and we pick back up in Mexico with Rachel greeting her family and her best friends. We were not into Rachel's dress here. Yeah. And I, I say this with a heavy heart because mm-hmm. I want to pick and choose what I come after Rachel for. But yeah. this dress to me was trying to be something that it wasn't really pulling off. I actually think this would have worked a lot better as a jumpsuit.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I I
1: actually own one that's kind of similar to the jumpsuit version of this. So that's why (laughs) I think that. But, you know, just sort of this collared, like, boiler suit look, Mm -hmm. I think can really work if it's a jumpsuit and it's all modernized, maybe with cute pigtails or a high pony or something. But for it to be this little mini dress that just sort of, it didn't do anything for her. And it felt kind of like a uniform of sorts. Mm
0: -hmm. It did feel uniform. Yeah, yeah, It felt like I could ask her for help somewhere around the area. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs)
0: And she would give a good job.
1: (laughs) Okay, so Rachel tells them it hasn't been easy, but she has two incredible people. And what she wants from them, from her family and friends, is clarity. And she can see her life with both men. And now she tells them that they will be meeting Avon. And she touches on how impossibly good looking he is and how supportive he is. And she makes a point, of course, they show this because this is foreshadowing of talking about how sure he is. She doesn't question his intentions, his readiness, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So Avon arrives and Andy, you laughed at how Tony couldn't crack a smile for Avon until Avon gave him a cigar.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a man likes cigars.
1: Yeah. It was like the secret passcode is yeah. a cigar. <laughs> you know, I don't mind Tony that much. He's actually decent TV.
0: Oh yeah. Tony's one of those guys I might rather see on TV than in real life. <laughs>
1: Avon tells everyone that Rachel's so special to him. He's honored to meet them. There's a lot of pleasantries. Mm -hmm. And now Avon chats with Tony. Tony says, Rachel's his pride and joy. And nobody's going to take her away without a fight. Mm. I find it interesting when fathers speak this way about their daughters.
0: Do you think that Tony like thinks he's Tony Soprano? Like he's trying to like channel that or does he no. just happen to seem I like I think he's from Tony a time
1: Soprano. and place that it's like, I'm like going to be a big scary dad. Like, yeah. you'd better live up to my high expectations because I have a shotgun waiting behind the front door. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the vibe I get anyway. Yeah, I agree with you. He asks Avan what he's going to say that's going to make him remember him more than the next guy who sits on that couch yeah. to talk to him
0: <laughs> what makes you a better candidate for weiss and luxembourg <laughs> than the next guy
1: yeah even endures a lot of interviewee conversation and maybe partly because he responds in a very interviewy way yeah. but it does feel like He's being prompted to say what's expected of yeah, him and yeah. and he lives up to it. He mm-hmm, says yeah. he's tried to be as open and honest and as himself as possible. He's considered her feelings throughout every decision. Yes. And this is a joke. This isn't sorry, a joke to him and he wants what's best. <laughs> and he wants what's best for both of them.
0: The most inappropriate raising <laughs> probably in history.
1: Tony asks what those feelings are. And Avon says they share the same values, mm. sense of humor, she's beautiful, he's falling in love with her, the feelings are strong, and it's been a progression, and they've built on every moment together. And we said, he's getting the job. <laughs> he must be. Rachel with her mom now says that she has no doubts with Avon, and they had talked at length about him being ready to propose slash get engaged.
0: Mm. Dun, dun, For anyone dun,
1: listening, dun. I'm raising my eyebrows. That was good. <laughs> her mom has no issues or questions. Which Nothing. I found amusing. Yeah, she's fine. She just seems happy that Rachel will be engaged in a few days. That yeah, that's was all the, the gist we got there. About, yeah. She cares about anything else? Well, you know, the apple. Mm-hmm. Don't fall far. That's a very good point. I thought it was striking how few questions Rachel's mother had for Rachel about Avon specifically.
0: Yeah. And of like,
1: course, maybe they were asked and they were left on the cutting room floor. It's totally possible. I was just struck by yeah. how Rachel's like, yeah, he's totally ready. No doubts, blah, blah, blah. And then you see her mom just be like, yeah, I have no questions. Her mom's
0: like, warm body, Neil Lang. We're good. (laughs) Penis? Penis check? Okay. Penis good. Yeah, we're good. Just checking. (laughs) So it's website building time. Again, it's that time of year.
1: Is that how it goes? Is there a jingle for that, Andy?
0: It's the most not that great time (laughs) of the year.
1: Unless you use... Squarespace. Squarespace. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Yes. Squarespace, the land of websites, of beautiful websites with little to no website building experience, truly.
0: It is a true one stop shop. Yes. You get your domain at Squarespace. You build your website at Squarespace. And if you want e-commerce, you do your e-commerce at Squarespace. Yes.
1: Everything you could possibly want, whether what you want is a personal blog, or let's say you do have an e-commerce site, you can show your product and do checkout. Or Mm -hmm. let's say you need to be scheduled with a calendar. You can do all of these things Mm -hmm. through Squarespace's many options. And their templates are just so, so beautiful.
0: And easy to use.
1: Yes. Just... It really is, honestly, like that. It is. Yeah, you're like, oh, okay, so this is the template, this is the background photo that they've given, and I'll just sub in my background photo, and suddenly it's a personal site.
0: I've said this before, and I'll say it again, Squarespace makes it really hard to have a bad website. Yes. And if you have a bad website it looks even worse because of Squarespace.
1: It's so true because it just shows that you're not with Squarespace.
0: Yeah. And dot Shandy.com already oh, yes. got the domain there. And mm-hmm. one day, mm-hmm. one fateful day, <laughs> there will be an actual website. Uh, yes,
1: through Squarespace.
0: Yes. So head to squarespace.com slash Shandy for a free trial.
1: And when you're ready to launch, use offer code Shandy to get 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash Shandy. Andy, mm. I'm taking it all in right now.
0: I am taking everything in.
1: (laughs) Well, you would probably never be able to guess, I assume, but I am not wearing a bra right now. What? (sighs) Yeah. Here. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, seriously, this is a bodysuit by frankly, frankly, by the way, one of our first ever sponsors and we're big fans of frankly. Because first of all, they're shanties. But also I love that it's a woman-owned small business and they just understand the hatred that so many of us have for bras.
0: I cannot speak on this, but (laughs) I believe you.
1: Yeah, all their clothes, they have dresses, tops, bodysuits, and they have either built-in bras or structuring that makes it so that you do not need to wear a bra with it. You just get to fly free, which is just delightful, honestly.
0: I mean, to be perfectly fair, that... That's shocking that there's no bra under there. Yeah. I don't know how that's happening.
1: Also, I'm not worrying about, you know, things peeking through.
0: (laughs) I don't know what you mean. Some
1: people don't care about that, but I do.
0: (laughs) And I've I've often, with you and past girlfriends, have been on bra watch, bra strap watch.
1: (laughs) It's so true. Yeah, they're like, is my bra showing through? Or yeah, or is it showing here and whatever? Yeah. Yeah,
0: and sometimes we'll take a photo or a video, and afterwards, you'll be like, why didn't you tell me my bra was showing? (laughs) I'm like, I don't know any of this stuff. I'm a man.
1: This has happened before and it's very freeing to not have to think about that, especially this one is, you know, pretty covered up, but there are some cute bodysuits they have that are a little more low cut or with, you know, an open back and you don't have to think about tucking in your straps or just worrying about exposure, things exposed that you don't want exposed, including boobs.
0: The main thing that a bra (laughs) deals with.
1: So go to franklyapparel.com slash Shandy and enter code Shandy to get $15 off your first purchase.
0: Again, that's franklyapparel, F-R-A-N-K-L-Y, Apparel, F-R-A-N-K-L-Y apparel.com slash Shandy.
1: So now Ava chats with her friends, Sam and Nate. they
0: <laughs> <laughs> They're such... I'm telling you, look, I'm sure they're perfectly fine oh, people.
1: I, I didn't mind them. I think
0: these friends classic cock blockers
1: oh you know they were doing that thing that friends do talk block <laughs> no i think that it's a role that very close friends take on very seriously when they're meeting a potential
0: i get it but they were overprotective in the wrong way
1: i well i will also say i think a lot of people were drunk Yes. I felt Rachel got really drunk yeah. during this and that played out as we saw with the tears and everything. I think Nate had a little bit to drink. Yeah. Sam, I don't think so. But the, in general it felt like the bubbly was flowing. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. People were in in, in emboldened.
1: Definitely. And
0: and I do believe that Sam and Nate that was their name. Sam yeah, and I Nate, think so. Yeah. I think they really wanted to get a good T V time. It felt <laughs> like that to me. But that's okay.
1: So Sam says you said you were in love or falling in love with Rachel <laughs> and Andy. You said, are you a green belt or a blue belt?
0: <laughs> you know, when I was in when I was in in uh, elementary school, I had friends. They were like blue belt and green belt and brown belt yeah and all it was is they're just paying a guy is basically paying to get those belts what yeah they weren't good like they got their ass kicked all the time
1: i don't think i mean taekwondo takes itself very seriously i don't picture them selling belts i don't
0: think in in new york city like for spoiled brat kids that it takes itself (laughs) seriously they smell the money they're like yeah yeah yeah, good kicking yeah yeah here's a brown (laughs) belt it's gonna cost a lot of money to get to a black belt so i have a yellow belt do you really (laughs) i do in taekwondo yeah i mean you you don't know anything about taekwondo what do you well what, show first me i'll a tell you it move. was actually
1: hard to get the yellow belt so first i had my white belt on my little white <laughs> White outfit. belt
0: anyone like no, literally first, anyone can walk off the street and get a white <laughs> no
1: belt. i'm saying white belts where you start i'm not okay. pretending a white belt's an accomplishment okay, okay? Good, good. let check, me get to my story so on the belt you have to first earn these like tape things like, oh right the little hash
0: marks right
1: yeah and then after three then you have to sort of Do this big test, and in my case, it was breaking a plank of wood with my kick.
0: And how thick was that plank of (laughs) wood? It
1: wasn't super thick, but I still kicked it and broke it, and I got a yellow belt.
0: Let me ask you something—a serious question. So you got the yellow belt for breaking the wood. Would it be possible for a a, you know a slight adult to break that wood by accident
1: with their their body? Yeah, it's possible. Thank you. Your point has been made. Thank you. Okay. So Avon says that he wants to end up with Rachel. This is to Sam and Nate. And he can 1000% see himself getting there. Acceptable. Acceptable.
0: Over 999.
1: (laughs) Nate asks if he has enough time to get to that point. And Avon says he's not sure, but he has no doubt he wants to leave there with her. But marriage, it's just about timing. And Nate zeroes in on that he asks if he's expressed to Rachel that he's not ready for an engagement and Avon's like oh well, wait, wait no but I am ready for an engagement at this point in my life and thus begins a sort of game with semantics that goes on for the next 20 minutes have you ever read Kafka episode.
0: Has anyone ever read Kafka? This is Kafka. You don't even have to you don't have to know anything about him. Mm. I'm just telling you right now you can all tell your friends all about Kafka just by watching this episode <laughs> about this thing
1: about the semantics yeah, of yeah you it.
0: can sound smart. you'd be like, oh, it's, uh, Kafka I mean, Kafka' and they're like, well, wow, you know so much about Kafka. like yeah, I watched episode ten of the bastard.
1: <laughs> Yeah, it was a little frustrating to watch just how it felt like two people were talking about different things and they sounded kind of similar, but they weren't really the same. It even made a point of being like, I am ready for engagement, but with Rachel, I'm sure about her, but I just need to be more sure about things outside of this, about timing and our lives and all these things that I think everyone can agree are super reasonable. Yeah. And Nate says that Rachel is ready for an engagement, basically pulling a Rachel and not really listening to the nuances of what Avin just said and now he takes a big eye roll swig of his bubbly which I thought was hilarious Mm -hmm. he's like Rachel is ready for an engagement (laughs) (laughs) and of course this is all shown in conjunction with Rachel telling her dad how Avin knows he's ready for an engagement which by the way Avin does know he's ready for unengagement unengagement with somebody (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> something.
1: Well, you know, it's not so different from Rachel because it seems Rachel's really focused on unengagement as well.
0: It's the it's two sides of a coin. Mhm.
1: Nate says it's not Rachel's intention to come home with a don 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 boyfriend. No. <laughs> And even not being ready for an engagement is a deal breaker. And I said, wait, more of a deal breaker than being with the wrong guy. What yeah. the, I wrote WTF mm. is the obsession yeah. with an engagement. Okay, so now Rachel chats with those same two friends.
0: Yeah.
1: Rachel says that on paper, Avin's the choice. If you don't choose him, you're stupid. And Nate reveals now that Avon couldn't give an answer about an engagement. He knows he wants to be with her. He's logical. It's more, quote, do we get engaged right away? I mean, what a devil.
0: He's a monster. <laughs> a monster. Man is a monster.
1: <laughs> Rachel says that's not what he told her. And Sam tells Rachel that Avon told Rachel what he was telling them.
0: I didn't follow that. But I, <laughs> I think they did.
1: Rachel says it's shocking as she grabs her champagne glass yeah. and here was when we commented on how she seemed like she'd had a few too many I felt like
0: this was a perfect moment for her to like grab it too fast and for champagne to just go all over the couch Absolutely like, That would have been perfect
1: Yeah it would have illustrated what we felt was sort yeah. of happening She was a little tipsy A little tipsy Yeah, yeah. and reactive in my opinion yes. Nate says it's almost like Nate saw what was happening Yeah And he says, well, Avan does seem excited and sure about her. And Rachel says, yeah, but I'm not coming out of this like not engaged.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like not engaged?
1: I wrote, it feels like she's drunk with power. And Andy, you at the time said, my subjects better kneel before me. Kiss the ring.
0: Kiss the ring or off with their heads.
1: I mean, I don't even know if this needs commentary. Yeah, but I'm not coming out of this like not engaged.
0: This is not like, you know, who wants to be a millionaire? You're not going. There's not a prize of a million dollars. There's the prize is love.
1: Yeah, it's the prize like, isn't a ring. Well, she's the way the tone. I want to pick my words gently and carefully here because I I'm cautious about coming after Rachel for every little thing, and I don't think that she's a terrible person or anything. And I I think that the world is the Bachelor Nation rather is probably coming at her pretty aggressively right now. So I think it's important to. Pick and choose what we come after her for. but <laughs> So many choices.
0: <laughs> Why can't I have them all?
1: Okay, but for me, I don't even remember what I was going to say. But it has this tone of her seeing herself as this prize to be won. And her prize is an engagement.
0: Mm-hmm. That's right.
1: And it's not enough. Like, he has to earn her by proposing. No. Otherwise, he doesn't get her. H- whatever connection they have, be damned.
0: That's it. It doesn't matter. No. Love is not important. It's all about the ring. <laughs> Kiss the ring. Kiss that ring. Or off ring. with their head.
1: <laughs> the music's all intense, as Rachel in her ITM says. Why would he lie to her if he's not ready? And, mm. I mean, lie. Do you want to talk about that for a second? Do we think Avon lied to Rachel? No.
0: No. Well, if Avon lied to Rachel, then Jason is like a Nazi.
1: <laughs> Jason, by the way, had a very lovely apology on his He did.
0: No, Jason's lovely. i yeah, not, yeah. I'm not Isn't it Jason. amazing
1: what an apology can do? Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Good
0: apology is, is, is really valuable. It, yeah. But Avon did not lie. You can mince his words and, mm. you know. Well, we
1: don't know, though, because I, apparently it was it was in the fantasy suite. So I I just don't know if I picture Avon straight up being like, I am ready to propose to you. He doesn't seem like a liar to me. No, I think it's far more likely based. Yes. Yes. Yes, yeah. based on how this transpires and how he's saying one thing and it feels like Rachel's hearing another, yes. I think it's far more likely, based on all this evidence, that he was like, I'm ready for an engagement at this point in my life. And she's like, ready yeah. for an engagement? Good to go.
0: I, I agree. I think she heard what she wanted to hear. And even I think, has, has maintained, I think he's been very careful about maintaining that stance. Like, mm-hmm. I am ready for an engagement. Yeah. And, and if someone really wants to get engaged to so the person saying that they're going to hear i'm ready for an engagement with you yes but that doesn't necessarily mean that yes and he's being honest and you can t- like think about how insane that is imagine dating someone for three weeks and being like i'm ready to get engaged D- that person you're dating would be like whoa 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 chill <laughs> chill yeah. okay we're just let's let's, let's like true. you know date before we get married yeah literally but <laughs> but in this show he's a, he's an asshole. It makes no sense. Yeah, She's hearing what she wants to hear. Yeah. Well,
1: it's almost like she hears what she wants to hear until she hears what she doesn't want to hear, in which case she will only hear what she doesn't want to hear from there on out. Yeah. So in that, well, here, here it comes. Okay, so Rachel and Avon chat outside now. And Avon's so sweet. He's like, I loved meeting them. They were so great. Yeah. And he's like, do you, do you have anything you want to say? And she's no. like, well,
0: <clears throat> <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> well, let me roll up these sleeves <laughs> I have here. She says, well, she's concerned because she heard he might not be ready for an engagement. And Andy, you said the way she tilts her head is like the way a praying mantis looks at a fly.
0: <laughs> I, yeah, let me do it. Yeah, you're the fly. OK, OK. I mean, I had that praying mantis on the deck yeah. for a while.
1: Andy had a, a pet praying mantis on the deck yeah. for a while.
0: It was pretty intense. Yeah. I think a bird ate her. It's sad.
1: How do you know it was a her?
0: Because she was pregnant. I mean, it's definitely a her. You know, a, f- a male praying mantis is like less than a third the size of a female. Oh wow! And a female, oftentimes when a male has sex with a female praying mantis, I mean, this is common knowledge that she'll eat his head off. And he'll still continue. This is what makes me not feel bad about killing bugs sometimes, mm. although I do feel bad about killing bugs generally. Mm-hmm but bugs live without their head on. So she'll eat the head off of him and he'll continue to mate with her. Wow. Yeah, so bugs are kind of, they're in between life and death. I don't feel that bad about killing a bug. She's personally. a literal man eater. Oh yeah, she's a man eater. I think, think that's where it came from.
1: <laughs> Except I, mean, I guess a male bug's not a man.
0: <laughs> a male bug is semantics. a man. No, oh, it's a man. It's a full man, trust me. It's a man, a bug who will have sex with something three times its size that there's a fifty percent <laughs> chance that thing's gonna eat its head off is a man. <laughs> Way more of a man than anyone on this show.
1: Anyway, okay. my oh, sorry, no, keep I was going gonna, Okay, ready?
0: Here. Okay. I know how to do this perfectly, but I, I watched it
1: okay. a million times. I'm it. the fly. All right, hold on. <laughs> so I'm not done yet. <laughs> Ooh, ooh! I feel intimidated. Okay, so add to that the soundtrack of "I heard you might not be ready for an engagement." <laughs> so Avin says he wants to get to that point with her, and he wants a life with her, and he wants to make sure it's one hundred percent right for both of them right now in this moment in time. Mm-hmm. But Rachel is unsatisfied. She says they talked about it at length. About his readiness. Let's she's not going. listening. She's not listening. There's
0: no listening. It's only she's waiting for the one response she wants, mm-hmm. and everything else is noise. It's like Charlie Brown. You ever mm, watch Charlie yeah. Brown? oh yeah, yeah. Engagement. What?
1: <laughs> Avon says he is ready to get engaged, but he wants to make sure it's right. He says he knows there's still somebody else in this, which. Mm. To me, is an elephant in the room like, yes, that's the other, other thing. thing. And he's, we're not even talking about the fact that the other guy in this is clearly, a clearly always. the winner. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. She says, but this is about us. And he says it's both of their lives. Both of them, not just her hers, it's his as well. And she seems focused on how she told her family she's so excited about him and how ready he is, yet he's not ready to get engaged. For me, I feel like Rachel, the thing that she seems to get worked up over, over, and over again on this show, is this sense of shame. And we talk about shame a lot on this podcast. What she keeps coming back to here is her having told her family how ready he was, how sure she was about him. And then knowing that he said this, it's like she is really focused on that cycle. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of that line in the sand rose ceremony where multiple guys didn't except her roses. it felt She felt embarrassed. She felt shame, yeah. which is a valid thing. But I do still feel that you're right. There's a Charlie Brown aspect here. He's like the sound of a trombone as he's saying, but I really do want to be with you. I want to leave here with you. I'm 100% sure about you. I want a life with you.
0: doesn't mean anything.
1: That's how Show it Show me feels. the ring. Okay. So I wrote that. I feel like she's not taking into account enough the fact that his parents are divorced and he's expressed multiple times in multiple ways over the season wanting to do things differently and have it be a one-time thing. Yeah. I think it's important is a, This here.
0: to me is a flashpoint.
1: Oh, honestly. yeah.
0: Like this is a man whose life has been turned upside down, his childhood at least, by the fact that his parents don't even talk to each other. Yeah,
1: you know, we saw foreshadowing in that when he said that he had never introduced a girl he dated to both of his parents at the same time, meaning they weren't in the same room. Rachel was the first girl to ever meet his parents at a dinner table together in the same place. That, to me, doesn't scream they get along super well. That has been kind of a, a point, like I think... A theme with Avon that he really wants to make sure he does it right and doesn't mess it up and doesn't jump the gun and really just knows what he's getting himself into. And I think a lot of children of divorced parents feel that way. And I think that's super valid.
0: This is one of the most important things in his life. Yeah. Is having a marriage that doesn't replicate the failure of his parents. Yes. On top of the fact that he's told her he's ready for engagement. On top of the fact that she's literally 95% going to pick (laughs) another guy within a week.
1: Rachel continues on here. She says, it sounds like he's saying he's not sure about them. But he says, no, he is sure about her. He cares about her. He cares about them. He has no doubts in his mind about them getting there. And he just wants to be with her. And she interrupts, but what I want is to get engaged. And Andy, you said, but I want ice cream. <laughs> it did feel a little petulant. Yeah. He says he's just trying to be honest with her. And she just shakes her head at him. A really conducive environment to being honest. She says he said he told her he was ready for an engagement. Okay, Kafka's back. Avon says he is, but he wants to make sure the timing is right. They're going around in circles, and then here she says, "Why are you yelling at me?"
0: This is the end of the book.
1: Mm. Read
0: the trial by Kafka. I'm telling you, this is this is you can't get a more Kafka-esque situation than this.
1: He wasn't raising his voice at her. I'm sorry, unless they edited this in a really convoluted way, which I do not think they did. It was really frustrating to watch because it felt like she was playing the victim at every single turn.
0: And honestly, him having his head in his hands was exactly the right emoji for this conversation. (laughs) What else are you going to do?
1: Okay, so Andy, here's when you said, and this is a theme, man, he must have laid such a heavy pipe. (laughs) I was pretty sure what you meant but I said can you explain mm-hmm. and you said she suddenly loves Aven and so we think that he gave too good a session
0: too good a session in the fantasy suite I think it so he went too far he
1: gave her too much yeah he he made her think that there was something more there than there is because let's be honest none of us have ever seen Aven winning this thing no and it's nothing against him it's just that she has eyes for Tino He laid down a heavy pipe. I like that. So heavy. I want to adopt that, although I don't know if I can pull that off. I don't know if you can, yeah. Rachel says she wants a man who can sit in front of her parents and say they're sure about her, and he says he never wants to make her upset, and now they show audience members rolling their eyes at this, as though Avon's the bad guy here. We were like, what? Is the show trying to convince us that Avon's wrong?
0: I don't know what they did there.
1: It was so bizarre. Why would they do this I'm torn I feel like the show Is purposely Not making Rachel Look that great And again She's giving them Plenty to work with But then to her face They're like It must have been So hard to go through that You know like In the obvious ways They're supporting her Well they're
0: preserving The golden goose Yes She keeps laying the eggs But they can't (laughs) kill the goose
1: I mean, she's producing many a golden egg for yeah, this she's season. she's like one of
0: those cartoon <laughs> chickens that, like, lazy eggs it's like, <laughs> it's like a pyramid of eggs underneath her.
1: Yeah, I mean, she really is. She's single-handedly yeah. providing drama for this season. Mm-hmm. They continue to talk in circles until they kiss on the bridge, and he says he had a great time with her family. He says, are you okay? And she says she's okay, she's fine, and he leaves. So she's sort of just, I don't know, maybe the bubbly wears off or something, and she's... I think she's she seems, exhausted. Yeah, from it being seemed like ex- she was she's exhausted. She's exhausted
0: from being exhausting.
1: <laughs> Rachel in her ITM now says that she feels confused and blindsided. And how can she have confidence in what anyone's saying?
0: Look, look to her credit, this is I'm gonna I'm gonna try my best here. Yeah. She's completely wrapped up in the matrix world of production. Yes,
1: and let's Remember that the powers that be, those producers, the ones who I think she continues to trust way too much, they're having her confuse an engagement with genuine feelings for her. If he's not ready to get engaged to you, it means he's not sure about you. Yeah. Which, let's be honest, is not the same thing, especially when you're filming a show and you've only known each other for a few weeks. He can only be 100% sure about her in that environment. He cannot be 100% sure about her outside of it. I
0: agree. I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt and say that she's literally brainwashed. And that maybe the biggest fault of hers is that she has the capacity to be brainwashed. And production knew that. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much.
1: That's been a theme with me with Rachel this whole season. It's like, I wish she saw this. I wish she stopped putting so much trust in the wrong people here. Okay, so now we're back in the live segment. Jesse says it was so shocking to see Avan questioning getting engaged. No, it wasn't. (laughs) And he asks Rachel what she was feeling when he expressed his trepidation regarding a proposal. And she says she felt blindsided. She hoped it was something they could get past. We learn absolutely nothing new here. And Gabby now comes to Rachel's defense, being the lovely friend that she (laughs) is. She says it's important in these conversations, to be honest about what you want. And Rachel did that.
0: That was a good non-answer by Gabby. Yeah. Very nice. But also
1: done. it is important in these conversations to be honest. Was Avon not honest as well?
0: That's what I think. I think Gabby is smart enough to have been giving her what a backhanded consolation. Uh. <laughs> like she's basically saying like, it's good to be honest, like Avon.
1: <laughs> okay, so now Gabby greets her family. She tells them that Eric... It's an Eric Day, Andy.
0: Mm-hmm. I think it's always going to be Eric Day. Now we've got. An, I, apparently, there's a thing where people have a something a going,
1: reaction to Eric. They have
0: a physical reaction to that thing that we say, and I, I feel bad. So I we'll feel bad too. It. I
1: don't want to make people like cringe, but yeah. at the same time, we had a healthy number of people say that they like it when we say Eric.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's a tough one. You, you're basically it's it's the extreme pain of few to the moderate pleasure of many. <laughs>
1: which do you choose okay so it's an eric day Mm -hmm. gabby tells them eric is the only guy she wants them to meet and grandpa john says that he liked him and she tells them all that she has already told him that she loves him and now eric arrives and andy you were struck in this moment by how much he looked like nick vile
0: yeah for a second i was like whoa
1: He chats with them and tells them his family was obsessed with her. He loves the word obsessed. Yeah. And he had told her that he was falling in love with her. And now Gabby chats with her grandpa. He says that Eric's a keeper. And grandpa says that grandma would have loved to have no. been there. I thought this was so sweet. Yeah. She would have been tickled. I believe that. Yeah. And then he says it's got to be 90 90, not 50 50. And Andy, you were like, 90 90
0: <laughs> in my day we gave 180 <laughs> percent and we liked it
1: yeah i gotta say that doesn't do it for you
0: no that's really that's like yeah, that's like you see 110 percent, and you raise it
1: <laughs> yeah i mean that's yeah. just not
0: acceptable although yogi berra became famous by saying things like that so maybe uh grandpa gabby will get there too
1: grandpa gabby yeah
0: <laughs> No last name.
1: Okay, so now Eric chats with Gabby's father and stepmother, and he says that at first he found Gabby intimidating, hmm. but he has fallen for her and he's obsessed with her. And her stepmom says Gabby needs someone to validate that she's worthy. It did feel like Gabby's aunt and stepmother truly understand her. Oh, yeah. Was, uh, there was a really sweet moment. Yeah, later but the whole family
0: is about actually listening and understanding people's feelings. Yeah. That's their theme. Yes. You can tell by her aunt, by her grandpa, grandpa, by everybody. Everyone listens and understands. Mm.
1: Gabby with her own father and stepmother now, she says that Eric loves her in a way she's never had before, but that she needs. And her stepmother says she needs to trust herself. And Gabby says that it's a battle every day. And even that same day, she was like, is he still here? Aww. this broke my heart and in her itm gabby says that she gets emotional thinking about her dad talking to him in the corner we see her live reacting to this by the way and she looked like she was disgusted with herself or something and you and i were very confused very by very confused
0: it could only mean to me that something went really south with eric i don't know what else that could mean
1: it just seemed like such a strange moment for her to be like uh
0: yeah, that's, that sort of was a tell that I don't know why they showed that. Or Especially maybe,
1: since the two of them were pretty poker-faced all evening.
0: So, I mean, Rachel was like, Rachel, was like Terminator.
1: Yeah, I, in a way that made me feel bad for her, actually. I did feel bad for her. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, we will. Gabby chats with her aunt. She says all of this exacerbates not having had love from her mother. Mm-hmm. And her aunt says she shouldn't have had to go through that. And Gabby says she's worried it'll send a message to Eric that she's unlovable. And her aunt, it was really sweet this yeah, moment. And yeah, her aunt yeah. says, let him see this side of her. Let him see her for all that she is.
0: Everyone needs an aunt like that.
1: Right. Gabby and Eric now kiss goodbye. And there just wasn't enough of Gabby. No, very
0: little Gabby. Because
1: <laughs> now it is Tino's turn. The vibe is Rachel is nervous because of how things went with Avon. Is mm-hmm. Tino also not ready for an engagement? <laughs>
0: Only ready for love.
1: <laughs> okay, so she greets her family and says she's not in the best mood today. And things with Avon didn't go the way she had wanted it to go, but she's really excited for them to meet Tino. She reveals his family doesn't like her. And I thought what transpired here was very interesting. Both her mother and her friend, Sam are like, is this your interpretation or did they actually not like you? Mm. The fact that both of them separately took it in this direction tells you that Rachel may have a tendency to leap to the worst possible conclusion in these situations. Sam was like, is it the entire circumstance, like the situation of this show, or is it actually you specifically? And then her mother separately is like, yeah, is this your interpretation of things? Mm -hmm. I just think it's very telling that two people who are closest to her immediately are like, is that actually what it is? Or is this how you're kind of twisting it? I think you're 100% right. And Rachel's like, well, I don't know. Like, she doesn't really... She's not afraid to lean into the victim thing. That's all I'm saying. And now Tino arrives. He says he's nervous because he wants her family to get excited about them and he greets them and now rachel while about to take a sip of her mimosa she says so do you want to tell them about our story (laughs) (laughs) we died laughing at this was so funny andy you said do you want to tell everyone what you did in school today want to tell everyone about the bm you did today it did feel a little mothery and yeah. yeah
0: that's another thing bm even as a young like like a five-year-old yeah. i cringed at bm i hated euphemisms as a child yeah And my grandmother used to say that to me god rest her soul she was uh she was always saying did you make a bm today and i'd be like how like first of all why is that your business <laughs> and and yes i didn't make a BM today, and that is an issue that we should probably deal with at some later date. But that being said, why can't you just say, did I take a shit today?
1: Oh, you poor thing.
0: BM. I don't like euphemisms. Anyway, b- uh, my point is, is, I think BM has been retired. I don't think p- people say BM I did anymore. need you
1: to define BM for me. The yeah,
0: bowel movement. Yes. Yeah.
1: For... For the Gen Zers out there Today
0: you've learned something
1: (laughs) Tino, in addition to rubbernecking Tino recaps their story now And they share their favorite moment And she says it was when he told her he was in love with her He confirms he's now in love with her And he says to the family I can't wait until you get to know me better
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is a great first date But wait until you see my giant penis
1: This reminded me so much of Aaron, the police chief from paradise when Chelsea Vaughn invited him, invited him on a date and he was like, so what was it about me that made you want to invite (laughs) me on this date? It's amazing. genius. I don't know if Tino realizes how funny he is. He
0: doesn't. He's very nervous. And when he's nervous, he's funny.
1: Tino chats with her mom now. She asks if his family will like her. And he says that because he loves, therefore they will love her. Rachel chats with her dad. And they touch on how Tino works on buildings slash skyscrapers. Yeah. I loved this. I found this fascinating. And Tony says that that's not an easy life. Mm -hmm. I said, it's refreshing to hear something like this discussed. Logistics. Logistics. What he does for a living. We know he works in construction. I found this really interesting. Like, for example, when he was talking about moving to Europe later, he said, yeah, I would just need to be for a few years because I would work on a building. I didn't know this. Call me stupid. I didn't know this. And I just thought it was interesting that they would discuss logistics. I
0: absolutely agree. By the way, did you know that when they build skyscrapers, they account for sometimes a three to five foot sway at the top? Oh, How that's insane that's terrifying. Is that? Why would anyone live at the top of a skyscraper?
1: Ugh, I mean, that, that I gives mean, me the willies. Let's talk about
0: not having a what Avon may have.
1: <laughs> a pipe. <laughs> so now Tino and Tony chat. And Tony asks about the hometown. Tino says that all he talked about with his dad was sports so he was shocked <laughs> i thought this was hilarious yeah. what a fun little tidbit to yeah. know a few episodes later yeah. he talked to his father about sports during his hometown date that's it it really i mean that makes a lot brand. of sense i don't think tino
0: <laughs> talks about anything other than sports when he's not with rachel
1: and even when he's with rachel and even when he's talking and so he's about his, it out his time with rachel,
0: he's talking about yeah. sports
1: so he says he's confident if they had a day with her went to the beach they'd fall in love with her Tony focuses on how he's not as mobile as Rachel is. Love this. No. Again, lo- love the logistics yeah, chatter. Absolutely. And Tino says he would need a couple of years, like I said. Uh, just interesting stuff. I wish they talked about this stuff more. Now, Tino says Rachel means the world to him and life's hard, but he wants to share that burden with her. Mm-hmm. And he's going to make her happy forever.
0: That's very this nice. This was the right thing he to say. It. He hit it out of the park right there. <laughs> he stole home in the World Series. Ooh. Good. Yeah, thank you.
1: Well, yes, he did, because Tony gets misty-eyed and says that he does like him. (laughs) (laughs) Tino and his ITM says that he's in awe of how well it all went. And Rachel and her ITM says uh, there was a big stamp of approval from everyone. And now in the live segment, Jesse says some people are Team Avon, some people are Team Rachel, some people are Team Gabby, but everyone is Team Grandpa John. And he wonders if Grandpa John checks his DMs. And Gabby says, no, he's a flip phone guy. And Jesse, in a moment that I just was delighted by, says, oh, yeah, he's a Razor guy. <laughs> I don't know if everyone's going to get that. Do you think everyone would get that? Everyone
0: over like 37 will get that. I had a Motorola right, Razor. Yeah. I didn't. I went from a StarTac to a Sidekick Ooh. to a BlackBerry Ooh. to an iPhone. Okay. Yeah, I Star Trek was badass. I mean, that was that, like you—you you had a start. Once I had a Star Trek, I felt like a real man. Oh, yeah! I finally hit puberty. That's cute. Yeah.
1: And now Jesse says Avon's got one last shot to turn things around with Rachel. Once again, the tone is Avon's got to step it up. It's not Rachel's fault. No,
0: Avon's a dick. <laughs> Speaking of which. <laughs> Hello, fresh is the meal I like when I come home from a hard day at work.
1: Wow. What a good jingle. I just thought of that. On the spot. No, yeah, thank you. If anyone thinks that Andy planned that, oh, maybe they didn't think he planned that. Yeah, no, no one thought <laughs> no, I, like I planned that. Jingle <laughs> that jingle was so good. He must have planned it. Yeah, I spent
0: it. all weekend working on that.
1: <laughs> so Andy did come up with that on the spot, but that was very catchy and yeah. very accurate because yeah. you love coming home to a freshly cooked HelloFresh meal. HelloFresh is a meal delivery kit delivered directly to your door with all the ingredients you need. And of course the recipe to make fresh, delicious, home cooked meals, perfect amounts, very little food waste, Mm -hmm. and it's delicious.
0: It is. Nutritious, delicious, affordable, and easy.
1: It's been cooking classes for us, actually, in many ways.
0: Yeah. I know how to whip things up now.
1: I've noticed. Yeah. It's cute.
0: You see how I added water to the broccolini today?
1: Yeah. Andy knows a lot of little tricks now yeah. that he's learned in the kitchen using HelloFresh. So go to HelloFresh.com slash Shandy16 and use code Shandy16, that's Shandy16, to get 16 free meals across seven boxes plus three free gifts.
0: Again, that's HelloFresh.com slash Shandy16 and use code Shandy16 to get 16 free meals across seven boxes plus three free gifts. Charlene, you know how I get through these long podcast episodes? How? My cozy earth lounge pants. Yeah,
1: you're so comfortable that you just don't mind recording for hours on end.
0: I don't feel the lower half of my body.
1: You know, true comfort is the lack of discomfort. Yeah,
0: it's not like these cozy earth make me. I'm not like experience ecstasy while I wear them. Yeah. You, I'm just not experiencing discomfort.
1: Yeah, it's the lack of discomfort. You are just so comfortable. It's like you're basically naked with yeah. comfort. They're so squishy soft. They're made with viscose from bamboo, as are their divine bed sheets. And funny story, we were actually talking to someone from our podcast production team last week, and they were like, so how do you really feel about cozy earth? And we were like, We love it. This is not a joke. (laughs) You couldn't lie. Yeah, we really cannot overstate how big fans we are of Cozy Earth Sheets. And... By the way, we've gotten countless emails from Shandy's who went and bought the sheets and they've written us to say, you were right. We love yeah, their sheets. No
0: one's come to us and be like, nah, because the not that great. Yeah. If Nobody. you're in the
1: market for new sheets, we're not just saying this. They are unbelievably soft. They're cooling, which you yeah. don't get in your average cotton sheet. They are way softer than whatever 10,000 thread count, Egyptian cotton, whatever's it out there. It doesn't matter how
0: many count it is. No,
1: these are so, so soft. They're also more sustainable because they're made from bamboo yeah. and they age really well like you can just keep washing them and washing them they continue to cool they continue to look great just like your pants these
0: should be a mess (laughs) my lounge is saying try try to make us look bad come Mm -hmm. at me bro (laughs) i can't do it
1: and we've said this before but we're going to say it again cozy earth sheets have been on oprah's most favorite things list for four years in a row
0: would you say that oprah knows her sheet
1: And in case somehow you're not convinced by the Oprah bit, they have a 100 night sleep trial. So you could sleep on these sheets for 100 nights before deciding they're not for you. And they have a 10 year warranty. So for a limited time, save a whopping 35% on Cozy Earth bedding.
0: Check out their awesome loungewear too.
1: Go to CozyEarth.com Shandy and enter promo code Shandy at checkout to save a whopping 35% now.
0: All backed by a 100 night trial.
1: That's CozyEarth.com slash Shandy spelled S H A N D Y, and enter that code Shandy at checkout to save thirty five percent. Rachel visits avon now. He offers her a glass of champagne, and she's like, "No, we're just talking." <laughs> it's,
0: just, it's like I'm super hungover.
1: <laughs> I'm so hungover from all the chats with my parents.
0: Wasted for three
1: days. <laughs> Avon says he's deeply sorry for making her feel like he's not sure. He never wants to be the reason why she cries. And Andy, you said, so you're going to get engaged to me? <laughs> <laughs> Aven says he wants to spend time with her outside of this visit each other she says she's struggling she hates how they left things and she hasn't stopped thinking about it and it's hard for her to walk into her family and say when Aven says something to me he means it and then find out that when he sat down with her family that he wasn't on the same page again that focus is on mm-hmm. the perception of her and what they yeah, have yeah, no. to me that's how it seems mm-hmm. and Rachel says that she feels so blindsided by him she can't even tell him She says, sitting down with Sam and Nate and being told he wasn't ready. Do you know how that felt to me? She thought when they talked that night, they were on the same page. And she cries. And Avon says, I think a part of you thinks I don't want this anymore. That's 1000% not the case. I'm sitting here trying to fight for you. Avon says he thinks he's been caught up in all this. Saying that when he said that he'd be ready for this in two weeks. But his feelings are the same and they're real. And he still wants a life with her. And she's like, caught up in this? She says it hurts to hear him say one thing and then say he got caught up in this. She says she wants to get engaged and she wants someone who's sure about her. And I wrote, these are not the same thing. They're not. In fact, you could argue that the person who doesn't leap into an engagement and who wants to date her outside of that world is actually serious about her because they want to make sure. Thank you. Yeah. She's not willing to sacrifice that. She says from the beginning she could see a life with him outside of this and says if this were any other situation, it would be him and her outside of this, but she's just not willing to sacrifice that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this made very little sense. I'm sure she was saying this for effect, but it still felt like she was saying that if they were in the real world, it would be the two of them. Is that what she was saying?
0: I have no idea what she was saying. (laughs) Okay. She said the opposite of the thing that I thought she should have said, which what she meant to said was (laughs) not the thing that was the opposite (laughs) of the other thing.
1: You know, somehow I know exactly what you mean.
0: Oh, I don't see what was unclear about what I just said.
1: <laughs> Andy, here you said, I can only imagine the pipe this guy lays down. Such it's,
0: a, I mean, it's
1: got to be legendary. This guy went from a sideshow to someone she's going to hang herself over.
0: <laughs> you ever see those open like Con Ed construction sites where you see like the sewer pipe? Oh, yeah. It's like a, we're talking like, I mean, that's like a two, three foot thick pipe. It's an amazing pipe. No relation to Avon. I'm just saying. It's, <laughs> I'm very fascinated by, you know, under oh, you know, irrigation <laughs> and sewage treatment.
1: Avan says he is sure about her, though. And she says, but you can't give me what I want. And he says, I want to. And she says, you can't, though.
0: <laughs> you can't handle the engagement.
1: <laughs> she says it's over. And he seems legitimately upset with his head in his hands. He didn't intend for this to happen at all. She's crying hysterically now. And he says... Ultimately, he just wants her to be happy. And Andy, here you said, anyone who could hate on Avon right now is a moron.
0: Stand by that.
1: And Andy, you said, so now we've got two bachelorettes with no choice to make. Great show. <laughs> Aven says he never thought he was going to leave there without her. And Andy, you said, good for him for standing his ground. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I do feel like there isn't enough consideration for his family background.
0: It's, it's ridiculous. Just, he is
1: warier than she is and that there's nothing wrong with that. he has reason to be Okay, Rachel says I'm having too many of these moments how long am I going to go on this roller coaster and I wrote common denominator whether or not she's directly the reason why these moments keep happening to her either it is just her or she's feeding production enough golden eggs for them to keep putting her in these situations either way it takes a bit more self-awareness I think to avoid it to keep it from happening over and over again Okay, I'll stop. Andy just sighed at me. Okay, now in the live, Rachel is sort of stony-faced. It's sort of hard to watch, honestly. It does seem like Rachel has been through hell.
0: Yeah, I felt bad for her. I did, too. she seems traumatized.
1: I have so many mixed feelings about this, because on one hand, I think the show has really turned on their leads in in recent years. They're not afraid to, like you said, traumatize them. They're not afraid to let their own lead become the scapegoat of the season or the villain of the season or whatever. But at the same time, you have to hold people accountable for their behavior and their actions and their choices. And it's sort of a fine line because I think that a lot of people, especially people on Twitter, a lot of people in Bachelor Nation, the level to which they will take their vitriol is toxic.
0: There's so many things to weigh here. It's very hard. Like, I don't, I don't have hate for Rachel no. at all. I, I think it's wrong for people to really go after her online as it is for anyone to go after anyone who doesn't deserve it online. Yes. That being said, her behavior obviously was questionable. Yes. That also being said, production, I think brainwasher. Yeah. That also being <laughs> said, in conclusion, buyer beware, mm. Rachel Ostensibly, does not have to work for many years now mm. because of this franchise. If she chooses, yeah, but I think but she, she will, will choose. Yeah, because she's a career. She's a yeah, she's a pilot, course, yeah. but she also is now going to have this very large, yeah, but money doesn't. Of money
1: does not automatically, or money and fame it, don't automatically offset.
0: Okay, but let's for the time being, because since money is literally the currency of the world, <laughs> let's just say that that is some value. Yes, I mean we can't dismiss that. It does have that. value. So you go. No one forced her to go on this show Mm. nobody did it was her choice yeah she made that choice she probably thought about it for a while for 10 seconds and she made that choice Buyer beware. You mm. are going into the hornet's nest. Yes. You have to accept the consequences. And I don't feel bad for her in that respect mm. because she is getting a lot. There's a lot of risk. There's a lot of reward.
1: Yes. Okay.
0: So she paid for it. She didn't look great. And the other problem was, is that unlike in past seasons where there's just one bachelorette to yeah. compare against herself. Yeah. She unfortunately was playing against someone who came out smelling like roses. Yeah. Who was one of the best bachelorettes I've ever seen.
1: Because she's self-aware. Yes. And I think that's a way in which she lost me, even though I really didn't want to be lost by Rachel. Truly. I lo- I, I, wanted- I really
0: liked Rachel on Clayton's season.
1: Yeah, we both were really into Rachel. Yeah. I think that part of what bothered me about her in the live segment, aside from the fact that she did seem just sort of drained of life in a really sad way, Yeah. And that's why I want to, you know, I want to be really specific about what we critique here. We are recapping the show. And so this is about us imparting our opinions. But I want it to be clear that we're not coming after her as a person. It's just her behaviors and her choices on a TV show. But what I wish I got less from Rachel was this idea that she is a victim. Yeah. Like as though these things were just happening to her. There is a lack of ownership just in her words, in her behaviors. It's
0: all she needed was one good recognition, not an apology, recognition that she didn't do everything exactly right. And America loves the mea culpa. Tiger Woods, everything he's <laughs> done, forget about it. He's yeah. an angel because he said, I'm sorry. He said, I screwed up. <laughs>
1: I don't know if people would agree with that, but I yeah. Know, people. It's, it's true. a bad
0: example, but there are many cases America in America. America
1: loves an apology. They
0: love falling on your sword. Yes. And I really feel like there should have been just a little bit of that, mm-hmm. just a little, tiny little bit from little Rachel. Little tiny sword. Which is a tiny yeah, like a toothpick. Like,
1: oh what's oh
0: but that's why I feel like the the emotion I got from Rachel in this live episode was anger.
1: I got sadness. I got
0: anger. And sadness. I got like, look what you've done to me. How dare you? Why did you do this to me? You, the fans, the production, everyone. I felt anger from Rachel. Mm. And she knows. The thing is, she knows she screwed up at some point. She knows she did things not perfectly. But instead of accepting that and sort of bringing it up and airing it to the audience, she's holding it and being like, fuck you yeah, all
1: and, and okay sorry i swear i want and she move has on. a
0: right to say that too
1: yeah but i and i swear i want to move on from this but one more thought on that is i think the show is playing both sides i think the powers that be are not making her think that she has anything to apologize for true they're like you poor thing
0: yeah yeah you, you're a victim this
1: keeps happening to you basically
0: any weakness rachel shows in any direction they yeah. embrace fully oh, they just jump on totally, that wagon. yeah, yeah. And
1: meanwhile they'll air things that are just not super flattering and you could argue they shouldn't or they should or whatever then to her face they're like oh what did it feel like going through that
0: this again this is not a mystery there have been 97 seasons yeah. of Bassler franchise. but it, I You should s- know by now, yeah, buyer but- beware. And I'm not, again, I'm not blaming Rachel, but I'm just saying you are jumping into the lion's den.
1: I agree. But to me, this is a recent thing. This is like the past five years they've started. They're stepping to, it up. It's you, always
0: been a little, well, but they're stepping it, it up. It
1: used to be that they focused only on contestants for this and their right. lead was their golden child, their golden goose, you right, know? True. And that's not to say, though, that the lead hasn't always had their own specific producer whose job it is to, you know, get as much reaction out of them as possible. But I feel like Rachel went into this like it was Bachelorette circa 2012. Yeah. She you was know, the star. She was she untouchable. Was this, yeah, 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 yeah. And things have changed in the last decade. Yeah. Okay, so now Even joins Rachel on the hot seat. I wrote, he's wearing Nate's pearls. <laughs> okay.
0: So now pearls are the thing.
1: Pearls are the thing, Andy.
0: You know what's amazing to me? Every single thing that if I had worn in grade school, I would have gotten my ass kicked yeah. is now cool. <laughs>
1: But isn't that a beautiful thing in a way? It's like you can just express Oh, yeah, it's great. Sartorially.
0: The losers then are winners. To, wait, the losers now are later to win. I think it's a Bob oh, Dylan really? line. But oh, anyway. That's the, good. Thank you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you.
0: for Yes, I can quote Bob Dylan excellently. <laughs> I basically wrote it.
1: Andy, you said, should I start wearing pearls?
0: No, seriously. <laughs> I don't think I'm a pearl guy. I don't think you are either. No. Sorry. Oh, well. <laughs>
1: Maybe one day when you grow up. (laughs) Avon says he's super nervous and he's extremely sorry about the way things ended. And Andy, you said, why is everyone apologizing to her? He says he blindsided her. So he fully has taken on what she accused him of having done. She says at the end of the day, he knew what was right for him and she respects that and he was able to be honest with her. So she, you know, it's very amicable all around. He says he didn't fully understand what she needed and wanted and that's on him. So... He pretty much falls on his sword. And that sword is far larger than a toothpick. Oh, yeah. Such Even sis, he just hoped that Battle they axe. could have continued things. And she says she thought they were on the same page, but he doesn't have to apologize. And Andy, you said, I love how Rachel waits until they're done with their long apology to say they don't have to apologize.
0: Yeah, it's like, yeah, really, thanks for that kidney. But, you know, it turns out I didn't need it after all. <laughs>
1: Avon says he wanted to be as honest as he could with the people who meant the most to her. And the fact that Tina was still there weighed on him. Hmm. I think we cannot underestimate that. Jesse asks Does Avon have regrets? He says he could have communicated where he was at a lot better. Blah, 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 It's all of the same. He says he's sorry. And Andy, you said an unbelievable snooze fest. And Jesse says this is so important what they're about to show that they are going to go over their allotted time with ABC. Oh. And now we get Gabby's final date with Eric. She says some of her hardest goodbyes have led her to him. He says it's all insane to look back on, blah, blah, blah. She says she doesn't want to put pressure on either of them. And he says he truly loves her. He wants to spend the rest of his life with her. And he doesn't want to rush anything. He doesn't want there to be expectations. It wouldn't be natural for them. And so the music suddenly goes, yeah. it's all romantic. And then suddenly becomes very ominous. And now we get an ITM of Gabby's saying that she does want a proposal, but she also just wants to know the truth. So they go onto his balcony, I assume to talk in private. It was clear they wanted to get away from cameras for this. She says she feels good about them, but she doesn't want to put pressure on him. She says, I'm not the one proposing and that she has to see. And he says, what does it mean, see? And she doesn't really answer. It was like sort of a confusing conversation. I couldn't tell if they also were a little bit drunk or they were trying to communicate in a way that wasn't using words because they knew they were miked. He says he really wants this to work and the odds are against them. And he wants to date her. What? He wants to be her boyfriend. (laughs) Andy, you say, wow, no one's obeying the rules of The Bachelor. Yeah, what happened to that? (laughs) Gabby and her ITM says, I want to date you doesn't scream I want to propose. So I'm just going to do that thing I always do, which is shine a light on the very, very high possibility that the powers that be, while telling Gabby and Rachel how a proposal indicates a guy's sureness about them and how Mm -hmm. important it is, are also talking to the guys about how there's nothing wrong with dating in real life.
0: Oh, Totally. Totally. Playing both sides. Yeah, it's
1: yin and yang. Yeah. They go together like peanut butter and jelly.
0: No, yin and yang don't go together like peanut butter and jelly. No,
1: they balance each other out. You don't think peanut butter and jelly balance each other out?
0: (laughs) I'm going to have to go to the the office. You just don't like peanut
1: butter and jelly that much.
0: I don't like peanut butter and jelly. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I prefer getting you. You are
1: not qualified to weigh in on this on peanut butter and jelly, Andy. Mm, Anyway, my point being that they're telling the ladies one thing and the guys another in a way that fits like puzzle pieces together. Yes, thank you. For maximum reaction. And now there's a big scene as Gabby talks to her producer. She leaves the balcony where Eric is. And we hear her say as she walks through the hotel suite, no, I don't want anyone to be forced. I think this is very interesting. Yeah. The no. Who is she saying no to? Was she encouraged to go back out there? Was this all shown in the correct order and timeline? Can I be
0: honest here? We don't even have to hypothesize. The fact that this was all patchworked with Mm -hmm. weird camera angles and questionable people being talked to Mm -hmm. means that this wasn't her intent.
1: Yeah, this scene felt very oddly edited. I don't know whether by the A or B team, who knows? Mm. But for me, no, I don't want anyone to feel forced suggests that she's telling a producer, no, I'm not going to go back out there and say X, Y, Z. That's how it felt to me. It felt
0: to me like it's possible that she was doing the exact opposite of what they were showing. Basically.
1: Yes. Is
0: yelling at the powers that be yes. like, I want a date. I don't need we the sh- engagement. Don't force it. As opposed to like, why won't this guy propose to me?
1: Totally. And we've seen this before. I've said in my recaps before, it was on Claycia's season. Tasha had a scene where she was clearly mad at producers, but they aired it in a way that made it seem like she was mad at guys right. or something like that. It's very that. easy to do this. It is You've very got like easy. 15 camera angles. Yeah. Eric seems to follow her down the hotel hallway while we hear her crying very loudly, But we didn't see it coming out of her face in this moment. So it made me think that they took crying from a later spot because it just didn't add up that he could hear her crying down a hallway and he wouldn't run over to her. Mm -hmm. Then Eric seemed to stop and seem frustrated. And you and I agreed, Andy, that It seemed like it was a different shot.
0: Yeah, I I am 100% convinced. It
1: was very strange. And then they showed Gabby, it looked like she was at the end of the hallway as though he could see her down the hallway. But I do not believe that they were able to see each other after she turned that corner. I think she was at the corner of a different hallway.
0: We saw that little red, like, fire. (laughs) Yeah, you were trying to
1: scope out that red. There was no continuity. (laughs) I got you. And then Gabby seems to recap what just happened with her producer. She says, he said, I want to date you. That's what he said. When him and I were out on the balcony, he said, I want to leave here and I want to date you. And so they made it seem like she was really upset about this. And I do think she wants a proposal. But it also, to me, felt like they were trying to make it seem like she was devastated by the fact that he said he wanted to date her. But while to me, clearly her producer was out of frame, it felt like she was recapping it for her producer. Very possibly because her producer, through that walkie-talkie, was told to have her recap what just happened. There you go. There's just a lot of uh, puppeteering going on here that I... There
0: was a fake scene.
1: Yeah, it didn't... I don't know how fake... I just don't believe it was exactly as we were shown.
0: No, I'm not saying it was totally. There was some mm-hmm. a kernel of
1: truth. Yeah, to it, I but think it was Gabby was maybe upset. upset. Like, I think Gabby does want a proposal. Sure. I think at the heart of it, that is maybe why she's upset. Sure. But I don't think that how it played out reaction wise and all the quotes she was using were all because of how upset she yeah, was. They
0: am to three up to an eight.
1: You know what? That's exactly it. Good. Well done. Yeah, thank, you. thank you. I think what I hate most. Is how this is a bachelorette season. They're supposedly the ones at the helm, in charge. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yet they come off so needy. The show makes them come off so needy. Like it's all, oh, I hope he proposes. I hope he proposes. I hope he's sure about me. Well, that's the
0: thing. You would have thought that a season where they have two Bachelorettes would be all about, you know, female empowerment. Yeah, yeah, But it was just the opposite. Yeah,
1: it's all, I need the man to propose or else what we have isn't legit and he doesn't love me. I have nothing. Without
0: a husband, I am nothing. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we get a preview now for the rest of the season, and then the crowd cheers as Jesse teases the finale, and we marvel now at how expressionless Rachel has been all night. Yeah. So you think... She's angry. 70% anger?
0: S- mostly, yeah. A good- 90% anger? No, it's up high. Yeah, somewhere up high, anger. Mm. Mainly anger mixed with regret remorse sadness but mainly anger it's like she didn't want to be there yeah
1: it felt like she had been dreading this i don't
0: blame her i don't blame
1: her at all i've never
0: blamed anyone less for not wanting to be somewhere can you
1: imagine how much that would suck yeah if you know you probably feel like you did things as best as you could which i'm sure she felt she did and Hmm. and i know we're criticizing her a lot but at the same time none of us are in her position and i'm sure it's a lot harder than it looks
0: i'm just reporting the news
1: yeah, we're trying to just report the news, yes. But then you see how everyone re- responds to you yeah. and they are not taking to you. And then you have to go and do two live Oof. finale segments and sh- just show a brave you know, face. You know it would what be it, was? Awful. it was? I
0: would say it was almost like defiance, was what I saw mm. from her. It was, yeah. it was in that neighborhood. Yeah, I agree with that. But the bottom line is, it's like, you know, I think the theme for Rachel for this is like, you, you. You can't have the hotel pillow mint without paying for the actual hotel room. <laughs> you see what I'm saying?
1: I love hotel pillow mints.
0: Everyone does, but you gotta pay for the room.
1: Only when they're chocolate, though.
0: Oh, I don't like the mint. I like just pure chocolate. I don't like mint mixed with chocolate.
1: That's because you're crazy. I don't no. know why you don't like mint
0: it. overpowers everything. No,
1: chocolate mint is just the most divine combination. No,
0: it isn't. The only thing mint you can't should be go trusted because in-
1: you don't like peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> Maybe you're right. Okay, Andy, that brings us to the end of this episode that felt very long. It almost felt like a double episode. It was so long. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. I, I, we're not at the end yet because at the very end, Jesse says. So we'll be back here on stage with a ring on her finger. Yes. we just sliding Ooh. in like Indiana Jones. I was Jones. worried. I was
0: getting ready to count the zeros.
1: Yeah. It was literally in the last five seconds. Amazing. Yeah.
0: Jesse pulled it out. Think about that. If we had uh, like a second level of odds, like it was like, you know, like, like uh, Draft Kings or something. Yeah. Or the odds of Jesse being the one who says ring and only Jesse. Yeah. Those would have been like 50 to 1 odds.
1: That's true. Okay. So there were 52 correct guesses. Hmm. Okay. And our winner is Rachel obrunt Congratulations. You win $100 to one of my all-time favorite etsy shops furano studio 100 bucks in jewelry pretty yeah, solid
0: better than a sharp stick in the eye
1: <laughs> for our next word watch andy what's your word finger oh keeping with tradition that's right okay so finger so if you would like to join in the word watch fun we have a new prize today very exciting it is exciting. what i'm wearing today is a preview but first i'll explain mm. how the word watch works again
0: <laughs> you could take that what you just said in a totally different direction <laughs> <laughs> at least i could
1: <laughs> if you would like to join in the shandy word watch fun and have a chance to win 100 to frankly apparel they make the bodysuit i'm wearing right now i love their stuff they basically make clothes where you don't have to wear bras oh, it's incredible yeah, i'm not wearing a bra right now
0: it's amazing i don't know how that's done
1: i mean my girls are very happy yeah. right now and they have dresses and tops and bodysuits and all that stuff you can win 100 bucks And close from Frankly Apparel by guessing correctly the number of times you predict the word finger Mm -hmm. will be uttered in episode 12, AKA the finale. And if you guess correctly, you will be entered in a draw and then one name will be drawn and that person will win the grand prize. And you can guess by either commenting below this YouTube video or over on the Instagram post for this recap. And you will use the numeral of the time, the number of times you think it'll be guessed. And you must also include either word watch or finger in your comment. Yeah, correct? that's right. And because this recap is coming out later than usual, we'll give you till Sunday at midnight. And same with you, Laura, please email us by this Sunday at midnight to claim your prize. And that will bring us now, Andy, to our prediction. I
0: mean, I'm just going to take the contrarian viewpoint and say that neither Tino nor Avon proposed. Avon? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> take two. Whatever. <laughs> neither Tino or Mario proposed. <laughs> Is that better?
1: So I don't feel like you're taking the contrarian view. I, think I think No, I'm taking the e-
0: contrarian view to the contrarian view.
1: Yeah, you are, <laughs> by taking that view, doing what you're told.
0: Yeah, I'm basically falling for it. I'm going to say that neither Eric nor Tino end up proposing. However, they do end up dating both Rachel and Gabby. Okay.
1: (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to take the true contrarian take just Mm -hmm. because I feel like previews always lead you to think the exact opposite of what actually happens. And I predict that both men will propose.
0: Totally reasonable. Okay. I mean, I, I believe that too. <laughs> okay. I believe both things.
1: <laughs> All right. That's a wrap for this recap. Whew, God, I I don't know if I've ever wished for an end of a season as wanna, much as I, I do. I want to
0: think of the glass as half full. I wish for a beginning of a new season.
1: Ah, that's lovely. I have to admit, whenever there's a Paradise preview, I'm like, what?
0: I'm excited for Paradise.
1: I don't know if they do it on purpose. I don't know. They just make it seem like that's just the shiny new thing and you just want to be done with this.
0: If you hated this, you'll hate this a little bit less.
1: If you enjoyed what you heard today, you know what we will ask of you, and that is to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, follow us on Instagram and TikTok, tell your friends, leave us Apple and Spotify. And and,
0: and please... Please. We need the the reviews.
1: Oh, the reviews are a big deal. We need the reviews. But we always wait till the last two minutes to talk about this. We love
0: the reviews. I know we always do. Everyone tells us to talk about this up front. Uh, Yeah. But we don't like doing that because it's shameful. But we have a lot of shame. But we love the the apple podcast reviews they make us so happy and 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 they also help us they so help us grow. you want to help you know yeah
1: yeah do all the things you do to support a podcast you enjoy and on that note that's a wrap thank you so much for tuning in and we will see you next time. On the finale on dear shandy bye-bye dear Sh-